All right, folk here, Tov. Good morning, everyone. Continuing the laws of Hilchos Kriyasei for Torah, Simon Kufman Beis 142. The laws of Misha Karavita, someone who makes a mistake while reading, while laning. Machar tells us, Sif Aleph, Karavita, the Balkore is reading from the Torah and he makes a mistake. Afilu Bidiktuk Os Achas. Even if it comes with the nuances, the diktuk of one letter, Machzirin Oso. We, retur- we make him, we correct him. Thus begins the sacred Jewish tradition of when the Balkari makes a mistake, we shout, we yell, we jeer, we throw peanuts, until the Balkari goes ahead and says it correctly. It goes without saying, although they, I remember noted in the footnotes, they quoted someone, it says obviously you have to treat the Balkari with respect, and you have to be very careful when the Balkari makes a mistake. We don't yell at Rabbi Mos- Moskowitz, we just shame him publicly in other ways. No, we obviously have to treat them, treat the Balkari with sensitivity and it's something that, that uh, some congregations can use a little bit of uh, a chizak in. Now, w- what types of mistakes require correcting? So the Mishra points out, it's very fascinating, he says, and, and you have to be a little, somewhat knowledgeable of, of what these things are. There are certain mistakes that do not require correcting. Number one, certain types of mistakes will come to the trup with the, the cantillations. Now, some of the trup mistakes do require correcting. So, for example, there, the, the Mishabra, he, he divides, they, what does he call it? The, the, the trup really gets divided into two different, two different groups. There are some types of trup which really are, they, they sort of indicate certain forms of punctuation. So, classic, simple examples would be asnachlas and sofpasuks. These types of things serve as commas, and, sent, and, and like kind of periods and if a person doesn't put that in the right place that does require correcting as well as some of the other trap um, if you read it uh, mispunctuated it, it changes the meaning of the psukim and does need to be corrected now some types of mistakes on certain vowelizations really don't make any difference and they, those types of mistakes don't need to be corrected however certain types of mistakes and vowelizations do need to be corrected because they do alter the words you have to kind of know what you're doing in order to know what really needs to be corrected and uh, what's considered an actual mistake the Bera Alacha actually points out very interesting he says let's say you leave out an entire word but it makes no difference in terms of the understanding of the verse so he gives an example he says um let me see where the example is. He says, the verse says, for example, ki ani hichbadeti, for I have hardened. Let's say you left out the word ani. Ki hichbadeti. It means the same exact thing. I have hardened. So the, cha- the, the understanding of the verse has not changed at all. So the Baralacha says, in that kind of situation, we do correct you because you left out a full word. Even though the word doesn't really make any difference, the halacha is he should be corrected. Fine. Okay, great. So you need to be somewhat knowledgeable of what types of mistakes you know, change the meaning of the word and therefore requires correcting. Do we require correcting in all situations? So the Be'er Lachab explains very interestingly. He says, on Shabbos, on Shabbos as a congregation, we have a responsibility, a chiv, an obligation to read the entire Parsha. And if one word or one, even one letter was left out in such a way that it changes the context or meaning of, the, of, the, of that verse, you haven't fulfilled that requirement for that obligation for that seabor to read the Parsha. And you would have to go back and correct it, even if you went ahead and, you know, you finished the aliyah, you're already three aliyahs passed, and someone remembers, oh my goodness, you made a mistake, you know, ten chapters ago. You will have to go back and correct it, because the, the, the tzibur, after all, has not fulfilled its obligation of hearing that week's Torah portion. The question is, what about on Mondays and Thursdays 
and on Shabbos at Mincha. Baralacha leaves off Tzarachian because he says it's very interesting because if you think about it, if you recall, for those who were paying close attention maybe two weeks ago when we covered some of these halachas, the halacha is on Mondays and Thursdays and, and Shabbos Mincha, the Tzibar doesn't have a requirement of a specific portion to hear. If you just have a chiv to hear ten psukim of that parsha, if you which ten psukim, if you left one, it's not an akiv, it's not, it's not obligatory. So the Be'er Halacha says, okay, so you missed a word. Okay, but you still, the congregation has fulfilled its obligation of hearing ten psukim, which they have. On the other hand, he says, well, it could be it's worse. It's worse than skipping a pasuk is reading it incorrectly. He brings a proof of that. It could be that if you actually said it incorrectly, it's even worse, and it blows up the whole thing. He ends off, Sarachian, he's not sure. I believe the common practice from what I've seen is on Mondays and Thursdays or Shabbos at Mincha, if the Balkori makes a mistake, we will correct him. But if we catch that mistake after the Aliyah has ended, we don't require them to go back. Because then we'll, we'll rely on the leniency, the Kula of the Baralach, who says, you know, you pro- it's very likely you don't, that Sibur doesn't have that actual uh, res- responsibility of hearing that, that, that laning. And I believe that is the common practice. Mincha this evening is at 725, and I want to wish everyone a wonderful day.